0: Right, how we doing, M12, 6th grade? Man, it's so good to see you guys tonight. We want to welcome you, especially if you're here for the very first time. We are glad that you came tonight. We just want to say you're family, you're part of the family, so we hope you come every week. Tonight we start a new three-week series called Obsessed. And here's the cool thing, is that next week, ladies, we're going to celebrate with Ladies Night. Let's give it up for our ladies. Yeah, that's right. So we got something in in store. We got something planned for you ladies that is going to uh, just make you feel a little extra special uh, next week. Tonight, our series is called Obsessed. Now, what does it mean to be obsessed? And I don't want you to answer that. I'm going to answer it for you. It's very simple. Being obsessed means that we... Overly think on something. It means an excess of thought. Excessively thinking, right? And I was thinking, what are some things that you and I obsess over? I would say one is, uh, and I'm just looking at my own life, so maybe you guys would agree, but sometimes we obsess over food, right? Anybody obsess over food? Come on, right? Sometimes, sometimes we obsess over like, things and possessions like iPads and ladies, clothing, right? Clothes and the best pair of jeans and all this kind of stuff, right? Sometimes, sometimes, some of you, maybe not all of you in the room yet, but sometimes we obsess over social media. Sometimes we obsess over whether or not we get a certain number of likes or a certain number of comments. You know, if you're in the social media world, and sometimes we obsess over people. Sometimes we obsess over relationships. Sometimes we obsess over the opposite gender. Now, again, I know that that's not necessarily true for all of us tonight, but it is true for some of you. And it will eventually become true For all of you. So, here's what I want to do in this series, okay? I want to make it really simple. This is not going to be an education class like you might experience in your school, okay? What we're going to do is we're going to take a look at a healthy relationship and friendship with someone of the opposite gender in a biblical way, the way that we would say, the way that we believe That God looks at relationships, the way that that is the most healthy way to look at relationships, and in particular, a relationship or friendship with someone of the opposite gender. Now, here's the thing. We want to give you an opportunity, and and during this series, you might have questions that come up. Maybe you have questions that you hear about at school, or maybe you're curious about something. Maybe it's not something you want to talk about in your small group yet. You're just kind of maybe afraid of that, and so you want to anonymously ask a question, and we would love to invite you to do that. So there's a number on the screen, and if you want to write down that number, you can send in a text message, right? You can send in a text message with your question, and here's what I'm going to promise is that someone from our M12 staff, we will answer that question. Now, we're not going to answer your questions if they're funny and if they're purposeless, okay? But if they pertain to this series, and if they are serious questions that you are curious about, then we want to answer those, and we want that to be a safe and anonymous place for you to ask any question that you might like to ask. Now, here's the thing about this series. As we launch into tonight, I want to tell you from the get-go that I think the wisest, And the best place for you in the sixth grade, when it comes to the way that you view the opposite gender, right, is to focus on friendship. I think the best place for you, the wisest place for you, is to focus on friendship. And here's what I know. I know that some of you might disagree with that, and that's okay. I know that some of you may think differently. Maybe you have a boyfriend or you have a girlfriend or you just call them that, right? And so you think differently than I think, and that's okay. And I welcome, welcome that. And and it's okay to to have differing opinions. Your parents may think another way. They may believe, believe another way. But from this stage and in your small groups and in this ministry, what we believe is best for you and wisest for you is that in the middle school years that you would focus on friendship. And I'm going to give you a thought that's going to come on your outline if you want to take notes. It's simple, and it's this. The foundation for relationship is friendship. Let me say it again. The foundation for relationship is friendship. The foundation For relationship is friendship. The way that a relationship is healthiest is when it begins, has a foundation, a solid ground, if you will, as a friendship. And here's the thing about middle school that you may know or may not know, but you're going to find out as you progress through middle school years, is that your middle school journey can be summarized in one simple word. And that word is change. So the count of three, I want you guys to say change. One, two, three. Yes. Your entire middle school journey can be summarized with the word change. Now I want you to think about that for just a second, okay? You may not be there yet, but you're going to get to a place in your life where things start to change. You're going to experience physical change. Your body's gonna change, your image is gonna change, your mind, shh, your mind and your intellect is going to change, your spiritual journey is gonna change. You're gonna start looking at God in a different way. You're gonna start treating your relationship with God in a different way. You're gonna start treating your relationship and your friendship with the opposite gender in a different way. And your friendships, over your middle school journey are going to change. You're going to start looking at friendships differently, right? Some of your friends right now that are your best friends, I hope this doesn't happen, but it might turn out to where you have other best friends and those friends aren't your best friends and your best friends are these people. Things are going to change. Middle school is a world of change. And here's the thing too, the way that you view the opposite gender, girls, the way you look at guys, guys the way you look at girls, is gonna change it's gonna change and here's the cool part it's supposed to it's the way that God designed it to be it's the way that God created it to be is that there would be a time in your life we don't believe that's in middle school where things begin to change with how you view and how you treat the opposite gender so let's think about this for just a second think about when you were younger and you guys think to a time where you were maybe at McDonald's playing in the ball pit, right? And it was you as a girl and another guy. And it was just no big deal. I mean, it was just no big deal. You guys were kids. You guys were playing in the ball pit. You weren't trying to impress him. He wasn't trying to, you know, show off for you, right? It just wasn't like that because you're kids and you don't think that way, right? But while you're in middle school, that's going to start to change. For some of you, it already has. Some of you are already obsessed with someone of the opposite gender. But it's going to change in middle school. It's going to change in these 3 years. The way that you so so think about it like this. You go from playing in the ball pit where it's no big deal to ladies that certain guy comes around and you got to, you know, you, you, your palms may start to sweat a little bit. Your heart, you know, just starts to flutter like it's going to jump out of your chest, you know. You start to blush, right? And then you look at him, but you don't want him to catch you looking at him, right? And then he catches you. And then you're embarrassed, right? That's how it works. But guys, you're not off the hook. Because guys, certain girl walks in the room, guys... And you get to this point where, like, you gotta impress her, man. You gotta, like, be the hero. You gotta show off your muscles, right? And you gotta make sure that she knows you're in charge. And, guys, here's the deal listen up. Let's be honest. Sometimes in middle school, man, you get around that certain girl and you start stumbling over your words. You don't know what to say. You're, like, so confused, right? It's just true, right? It happens. It happens. It's normal. And here's the thing. These changes that happen in your life, they don't happen overnight. They happen as a progression. It takes time. So the changes we're talking about are as as a progression. And here's the thing. With any change, change is complicated. Change is a complicated thing. It's not an easy thing. And so here's what I want to encourage you with. When you you think about it like this, let me say the bottom line again. The foundation for relationship is friendship. When you think about it like this, okay? When you determine in your mind, you say, you know what? For these three middle school years, man, my sixth grade, my seventh grade, my eighth grade year, I'm just going to look at the opposite gender and form some really cool friendships. I'll tell you what happens, okay? What happens is, a lot of pressure and a lot of drama is relieved from your life. And I know when you walk out of these walls and you go to your schools, you're going to hear something different. You're going to hear if you don't have someone, then something's wrong with you, right? Or everyone needs someone. Why aren't you dating somebody? Why aren't you calling somebody your girlfriend, your boyfriend? Here's the deal. That's, that's a total lie. And I would say the healthiest way to go about relationships is when the foundation, okay, is a friendship. But I want to have a little fun for a second, all right? And what I want to do is I want to read some thoughts. This is 99 Thoughts About Guys for Girls' Eyes Only, okay? But we're going to read it in mixed company and just have a little fun. And here's what I want to know, ladies, okay? I want to know, I want to know, ladies if this statement is true about guys. Okay, that's what I want to know. So here's the first one. Here's the first one. Guys tend to turn everything into some sort of competition. Is that correct, ladies? Okay, okay. All right, listen up. Okay. All right, you got to listen quick. Here it is. The world is kind of confusing to guys. Okay, okay. Listen up, listen up, listen up. Hey guys, guys, you're going to get your chance in just a minute. Guys, you're going to get your chance in just a minute. How about this one? Guys like to be the hero. No doubt, no doubt. All right. Here it is, here it is. Guys, guys don't understand you. You guys want to like give a standing ovation for that one? Or? Okay, 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 okay. Listen up, listen up, listen up. All right, all right, all right. All right. Men, men, I want to know if you think this is true about the world of girls. Here it is, guys. Girls, shh, you gotta listen if you're gonna if you're gonna agree. Girls are wonderfully complex. Okay. All right, listen up, listen up, listen up, listen up, listen up. Listen up. You gotta listen. Sometimes, not all of you ladies, okay, no offense, but sometimes girls cry for no reason. All right, all right, all right, listen up, listen up. Last one, last one, last one, here it is. You got to listen, you got to listen. Most of the time, Most of the time, girls think about their outfit for the next day, the night before. All right. So listen up, listen up. I want you to think about this for just a second, guys. I want you to think about this. The reality is that girls and guys are very different. No, 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 no. I don't, need you to, I, don't need, I don't need your comments. I need you to listen. And that's the way that God created it to be. That's the way that God designed it to be. But because of those differences, because of the way that girls work and the way that guys work, right, the foundation for any relationship that you will eventually have with someone of the opposite gender Is best when it's built on friendship. It's best when it's built on friendship. That is the best thing that you could do. Now, so here's what I want to do. Tonight, I want to talk with you about friendship. And over the next two weeks, we're going to do some different things in this room. Girls are going to sit on one side. Guys are going to sit on one side. We're going to have some competitions. We're going to have some thoughts, some talks And some things to talk about. But listen, listen, listen. Tonight, 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 what I want to talk about is I want to talk about what does it look like to have godly and healthy friendships. And to do that, I want to take us to the Bible. Rachel read the the verse so well. And here's what it says in Proverbs 27. It says, As iron sharpens iron... So one friend sharpens a friend. This is so good and true, and I want you to think about this. Your friends, the friends that you call your friends, should sharpen you. They should make you better. They should allow your relationship with God to, to go farther, to, to be a, a better than it is now. The friends that you have should not hinder you in any way, but they should, encourage you and strengthen you and like this says sharpen you and when I think about middle school I think about something in my own life that I thought was really important when it came to friendship and I think of the word honesty now when you think about honesty right that that solves a lot of issues when it comes to relationships and I want to look at this really quick I want to look at this on the board so think about it like this honest and there's also dishonest, okay? There's honest and there's dishonest. Now, an honest person, right? An honest person is someone who is real. Someone who's real. And a dishonest person is someone who is fake, right? Listen, listen, listen. An honest person with honesty comes trust, But with dishonesty, there is no trust, because they're not honest. With honesty, there comes truth, right? But with dishonesty, there are lies. Now, I want you to think about this, and I want you to look at the board, those of you who can see it. Every single time, if you're thinking about a friendship, someone that will sharpen you, someone that you would call a friend, every single time... 110%, you want this column. You want somebody who's real. You want somebody who can be trusted. You want somebody who tells the truth. Not someone who's going to be dishonest. Someone who's going to be fake, tell lies, and have no trust. And see, the Bible talks about this And really quickly, I want to look at a couple verses before we wrap up. The Bible says this. It says, An honest witness tells the truth, but a false witness tells lies. An honest person tells the truth, but a false person tells lies. Really simple. Really easy to understand. (coughs) Or, let's look at this one. An honest witness does not deceive, but a false witness pours out lies. An honest witness does not deceive. That person does not tell lies, but a dishonest witness pours out lies. See, honesty matters a lot in in our relationships and in our friendships. And when it comes to focusing on friendship with the opposite gender, I want to just give you two quick things tonight that I think will help you as far as action steps that you can remember. The first is very simple. We've already talked about it. Focus on friendship. Think about middle school years and your middle school journey, and think about focusing on the opposite gender as a friend. Focusing on a friendship with someone of the opposite gender. I I guarantee you, while your friends that are not here, and while some of you may hear that and think, man, that's crazy. I guarantee you, it's the best thing. (laughs) It's the wise thing. And and what happens (coughs) is when you're able to focus on friendship, once again, it removes a lot of drama that's going to happen over the next three years. And it removes a lot of pressure that's going to happen in the next three years. Because sometimes what happens is we... You know, ladies, you start thinking you've got to look a certain way. You've got to play a certain part for that guy to to care about you in that way. And Guys, you think the same thing. And the reality is if you've settled in your heart and your mind that, man, I'm just going to focus on friendship with the opposite gender, it's a huge help. And I want to encourage you to do that. The second one is very simple. It's become the friend you want to be. Become the friend you want to be. Here's the reality. There's going to come a time in your life okay, where you hit the play button on something like dating and eventually marriage of someone of the opposite gender. But if you take your middle school journey and you focus on becoming someone like this, a person of honesty, a person who's real and who can be trusted, and a person who tells the truth, Then when that happens in your life, when you're ready to hit the play button on dating, right? Then you're going to be a much better boyfriend, girlfriend, date, and eventually husband or wife. But see, if you take these three years, and I know that this may be a little much, But think about it, if you just take these three years and think, man, I'm just going to focus on friendship with the opposite gender, I'm going to hang out in in groups, I'm going to hang out and enjoy myself, I'm going to focus on, man, just becoming the the friend that I want to be, the friend that that I would expect others to be to me, I'm telling you, that's going to help you in a really, really huge way. And so tonight, I want to invite you guys into an opportunity, because Sometimes the reality is that some of us may struggle in this area. We may struggle in the area of honesty. And I want you to know that's okay. No one in here is perfect. We all are broken. We are all flawed. We all make mistakes. But maybe tonight, maybe something that God's began to speak into you is, man, maybe I need to become a better friend not only to the opposite gender, but I just need to become a better friend in general. right? Maybe you struggle with being more fake than real. Maybe you've told some things to people and, and you, uh, you're not very trustworthy right now. and You want to earn some trust back. Maybe the truth is that you've told lies instead of telling truth. And so maybe the reality is something that you might want to work on, something that you might want to ask God to help you with, is to become a person of honesty. And so tonight, what I'm going to do is we're going to stand together in a second. We're going to pray, and then our, our band's got one last song. It's called Good, Good Father. And in this song, what this song is declaring is that God is a good good Father, that He loves us, that even when we're fake or even when we're dishonest, even when we're not the best friend that we could be, that God loves us unconditionally, that He sent Jesus to die on the cross for your sin and for mine. And I want you to know that as this conversation progresses, we're not intending for you to feel uncomfortable. But we do want to give you a healthy and biblical view of what it looks like to have friendship and relationship with someone of the opposite gender. So will you guys do this without saying a word, without talking, without making any noise? Will you just stand right where you're at? Just stand up right where you're at. I'm going to pray for us, and then we are going to sing together, good, good father. Let's pray. God, thank you so much that you are a good, good father, and uh, that you love us, and that you sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sin. And we love you, God. And I pray for these students, God. I pray that, God, as they seek to become the friend they want, that you would give them strength, that you would help them to to be the friend that that they need to be. We love you in Jesus' name.